How to eat your words to supersize or even save your business. Sharon Hornell from here with the idiom, eat your words. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it to apply to your business and your current situation? Whatever it is, whether you're just starting out in your business, whether you're um, trying to save your business because you're shut down right now because of the COVID-19 virus, whether you're swamped and running like a chicken with your head cut off, trying to stay caught up with all of the changes that are going on in your business or that have to go on in your business, or you're prepping and getting ready for when your business opens again to make sure that you do survive all of the drama and trauma that's going on in our world right now. So eat your words. What the heck does it mean? Where does it come from? Well, it means, of course, to have to admit that you're wrong to uh, take back when you said something or accuse somebody of something when you made a mistake, right? And usually it's to humbly apologize for a mistake that you've made, but uh, sometimes our egos get in the way and we're not so good at humbly apologizing. But that's what it really means. It means that you made a mistake, you made a judgment or a, a call, or you predicted something that didn't come true, and then you have to kind of backpedal and eat crow and eat your words because it didn't. Uh, I think there's a lot of us, a lot of us business owners, that are gonna find ourselves eating our words as the world continues to change and evolve and look differently than it did, you know, a month, month and a half ago, two months ago. Two months ago, we're, geez, we're in May already. Uh, the world looked very different in March than it does in May, right? It's amazing how fast things can change. Just like when we individually have a health scare or a health challenge, our life, dramatically stops and changes, the whole world's kind of going through the same thing simultaneously. Very unique time in our history. So, we know what eat your words means. Now, where did it come from? It actually appeared in the Bible, and act, the, the meaning and the appearance in the Bible is really to feast on the word of the Lord, which means, you know, we want to um, understand and live out the word of the Lord. But in the 1500s, we know that the idiom was popular because in 1670 it was published in John Ray or somebody in English published in the 1600s, late 1600s, a book of idioms and eat your words appeared in there. Now it's related to the idiom eat crow, of course, but I think that since words come out of our mouth and we eat food in our mouths, eat words seems to make more sense than eating crow. And crow doesn't taste good. It was actually a punishment. We talked about eating crow a while back and eating crow was actually a punishment for people that had, had done crimes or done something wrong. So now that we know what it means and we know where it came from and that it's been with us for hundreds of years, if not thousands of years, it's obviously impacted many, many of us. What do we do about it? How can we use this in our lives and our business right now to move us in the direction we want to go? Because we all, no matter what's going on in our life, want to be moving in the direction of our goals, our objectives, our big vision, our plans for our lives and for our businesses. So I have a, a three-step strategy that I actually use, and if I had to use on many an occasion, when I had to eat my words, because like everyone else, sometimes I make mistakes. Sometimes I have in the past mistakenly accused a friend of starting a rumor only to find out that it was somebody else entirely that started a rumor. Uh, you know, as far back as grade school and high school, I've had experiences with that and you probably have too. Uh, in corporate America, it's amazing the lessons that you learn there, just like in any other organization, uh, that Sometimes people have their own agenda and their own reasons for saying and doing things or providing different types of information. And on occasion, I've acted on false information, 
learned early on that you always consider the source and do your own research and homework, but acted on false information, made mistakes, and then had to, you know, backpedal and fix it and, you know, try to uh, make amends to people that were mistakenly harmed in some of those situations. So what do you do when you mess up? Well, the first thing you do is you, you fess up. You go ahead and graciously and humbly and honestly admit that you messed up, right? Take personal responsibility for it. The second thing is you offer a sincere apology, right? You, you can't say, well, you know, and then make a bunch of, you can't say, well, I'm sorry, and then make a bunch of excuses or do it in a negative or condescending way. You have to really be sorry when you make a mistake. And the third step is you have to find ways to make it right. You have to find ways to make amends. So, for example, I, there's going to be so many opportunities to use this little three-step process going forward because I know as business owners, and me included, we've made some mistakes in our handling of this COVID-19 crisis. Uh, when it first happened, a lot of people froze and didn't know what to do. And after the fact, or if they recovered and, and, and got moving, they realized, oh my gosh, freezing was the last thing I needed to do. They cut off communication with their people, their employees, their vendors, their uh, customers, and they just stopped and froze because they were in shock. A lot of us were just in shock. So uh, they'll find out that that was a mistake because the longer you've gone without communicating with the people involved in your business, the harder it is to start that up again. Because what's gonna happen is everybody's going through that same kind of chain, shock and awe, not in a good way, uh, freezing, not reacting, and then all of a sudden everyone's starting to come online simultaneously, right? And that's going to cause all kinds of, of problems and challenges down the road. So we want to act on this right now. We want to start moving and number one, communicating with our people right now. And our people are whoever's involved with us in our business, our employees, our teammates, our affiliate partners, people that we partner with to do things, our customers for sure. Find a way to start interacting and talking to them, letting them know what's going on. And it can be as simple as putting a sign in your business door or writing a, a little handwritten note or letter and putting it in your business door so people that wander by know what's going on with you and your business. And if you don't know, just tell them you don't know. Hey, we're still shut. And then, you know, we're still shut down. We thought it was going to be two weeks and here it is a month and a half, two months later, and we still are in this position. If you want or have any questions, here's my email, here's my phone number, here's my social media account. Give people a way to come in contact with you. So that's it. That's our idiom for today. Eat your words. I promise I'm not going to actually eat these. That's why I put the little lizard here to remind me not to eat them uh, because that would be bad. And then I would literally probably be at the doctor eating my words because they got permanent marker on them. So that's it. That's our idiom for today. If I can help you in any way, please ask. If there's an idiom you'd like to know the meaning of, what does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you apply it to your business right now? Just ask in the comments below. Have an amazing day and I will, of course, be with you tomorrow. Bye.